it's episode one of Fragecast. Yeah, we got everything working. Our initial test run did not go well. This should go much better. Uh, I'm Sam, of course. And no, I'm oh, sorry. with me as usual, on. and couldn't fucking wait to speak. First person to speak. <laughs> is J Lo Logan Rappaport. What's up, Jay? What's going on, guys? I'm very happy to be here for the inaugural episode of Phrasecast. Yeah, I, right now we're calling it Phrasecast because I, I love how it, it's stupid it sounds. But we were also talking about how we're probably going to cover something besides Frasier at some point. So we don't want to get too married to an overall title. This will be Phrasecast 1 and then there'll be a Phrasecast 2, 3. But later on it might be, you know, Holocast, for instance. <laughs> Our well, Holocaust-themed it, it, podcast. It's in development, I, I think. We, it's in the early stages, as in we only came up with that 10 minutes ago. Let's put the Jewish cat back in the bag just for now, if we right. can. And, let's and put the, my left. the cat back in the bag and, and bring out Tim. And so we're here with Tim Lopez. Let's bring him in. Uh, hi, how's it yeah, going? That, that was your cue to talk. I missed my cue because I was busy <laughs> meta-commenting on how on point the production of this show is. Um, sorry about that. But yes, it. Looks hello. like we already have a fan. Yeah. I'm here, yeah. We got Excellent. our first fan. We got one like on Facebook. Uh, uh, damn it! Uh, <laughs> kids are listening to. Yeah, this okay. is a Christian podcast. All right, great. All right, then we're in the, I'm in the right place. I stole that from Professor Blastoff. Anyway, so what we're going to talk about today is two of our f- favorite. Should also steal Frasier episodes, and by our, I mean Tim and I, Aquim and I. Yes, even though I haven't seen them recently, or. It'll trigger. I mean, there was a consensus. This is your both your favorite episodes. No, no, no. Some, some. Okay. Okay. These are a two selection. that I, these are two I would cite as episodes that I thoroughly enjoyed. It's in the canon. It's they, they are definitely Absolutely. they're in everybody's canon. Um, but for me, I don't even know if I've seen the full wine taster episode. I've only seen like the showdown part, and it was that's that, it was. well. That's the best part. We're gonna watch it. So one of the things we need to tell people who are listening is we're gonna watch these episodes. Yes. While we're talking. The sound, of course, will be down to not interfere with the podcasting, oh. but we'll be able to trigger off of scenes and it'll remind us of stuff. Oh. Yeah. So, and I'm also going to give you a cue as to when I'm starting the episode so you can be synced up with us. So if we start riffing on it, you'll know exactly what we're riffing about. So this is a companion piece to the actual viewing of the episode. It is. It's like a hybrid companion. We, we may not talk about the episode, but it'll be playing. <laughs> That's excellent. It might not have anything this to do with the episode. A, this is just audio all. commentary. We, this, we are probably going to do a better job than directors of the individual episodes and it, stars of the yeah. show. It's like that, except we might not even be talking about the show. We're just talking over the... That's, I love it. I like That's that. fine. Yeah, yeah, we will probably so, end up talking about Robin Williams. With, without further ado, should we start our first episode? episode of the evening yes okay so the first one is called radio wars uh, if you're listening at home it's season seven episode three and i'm uh, pushing play right now and there it goes all right love it they're in, they're in toronto right yeah it's toronto i think you recognize the uh i, I recognize the canadian accents the iconic yes. space needle of course I wonder if anybody's cataloged how many uh, different openings they did, you know, because, you know, the skyline comes out and it's always something a little different, like a helicopter will fly over. Is it? Yeah, it's always different. You never <laughs> noticed that? No. Yeah. So like that time it was, it was the, the fucking beaming like tower. beaming tower. But next time it'll be like a rain cloud and it'll rain a little bit. Got to be honest. When I saw the beaming tower, I was like, is that always there? Like, that was like what I thought <laughs> as I saw that. Exactly. No. I think po- we should make a, a line of demarcation for the fans here and say that you're like a bona fide super fan of Frasier. Yeah, well, I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, well, I told JLo that I 
I had watched the series, you know, as it's been uploaded on Netflix, right. all the way through, maybe three, four times. So you, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's a lot. That, that's super fan level commitment, and right. so you, you have an encyclopedic, detailed knowledge of of the Frasier, of dialogue episodes of work, right. and everything. See, my like my fanship is a is, is tremendous, but only recently born. So I didn't I didn't watch it at the time. Mm, I discovered right. oh, it wow. way later. And so it's and with was, my what, own what mind. Was your, what was the intro to that? What compelled you? My brother super got into it. My really? brother Adam, who's not known for his like liking of things. pop culture things, yep. and especially I don't know something that's like relatively quote highbrow fair like Frasier. Interesting. I know it's weird. Well, actually, I have a, I have a question about that. Well, first, let me just say that I am uh, on the bottom rung of fandom in terms of. Uh, well, let's just You're say active I'm not dislike. a fan. You're active oh, no, no, dislike. No, no, I'm not active dislike. I have not watched much. What I have watched, I had not been able to get into. And what I found trying to watch this, it's hard. Comedy evolves so quickly that it's hard now. She's saying it's dated. Decades later to get into, like, you know, sitcoms. Like, see, the sitcoms as we know it are dead. So it feels dated to, to you. It well, feels kind of dated. But, but Also, Logan has a very tough stance on sitcoms in general. Anything with a laugh track is it garbage. Tracks. Not garbage. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't even hear the laugh track yeah, I, on Frasier. Neg- I'm negative That's what I mean. Because of my own laughing. Yeah, I'm laughing. <laughs> yeah. I don't need the laugh track. I don't hear the but laugh track because I'm laughing in the places where the laugh track is. <laughs> this, exactly. this, I think this is on point for this episode. So I haven't watched enough Frasier to know if this is a regular bit. I assume it's a regular bit, but you, what? you tell me. The radio jo- the disc jockeys in this are playing off of the obvious... Uh, doing a setup of his the, pretentious nature and mm-hmm. lampooning him. Who? Um, the, the morning zoo no, guys. This only the happens in the show. This only happens, this, this show's all about it. Wait, wait. I don't think he got to his question yet. Oh. Yeah, no. Is the show in general lampooning of him and Niles like Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yes. That's, yes. The, okay. that's absolutely. the crux of the so, show. So that's why someone like your brother who's not known for his erudite kind of like, you know, could get into it. Well, yeah, I it, guess. It, but I, it, I don't, yeah, I guess. It may be like the, you know, like. It's like, ah, look at the, those smart people. It's mocking yourself in a way. Yeah. Well, because they, like most good characters, they represent some element of your own personality. Right. And you just throw feces at it, and it's funny. Yeah. Much right? like farce, it's like exaggerated version of that part of your personality. And everybody's a little bit sno- – not everybody, but we, the three of us certainly are. Oh, yeah, snobby no, like, like Frasier sure. in certain elements and in certain respects. Sure. So it's kind of like you have to be smart enough to be in on the joke. Right, but well, not it, like you know. It really evolved into that too it's because the, bits of the day. The uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, she just said it. You said you didn't like Daphne. She now you're reversing stance. That was a, I, no, that was no, a no, spot no, on no, Daphne, good, only done by somebody who could like Daphne. I wish I had pulled that clip because it's, I didn't notice it until we were doing the dry run. <laughs> but she goes, "I think it'll be bits of the day." <laughs> I really wanted to pull that and just play it over and over again. Um, but I was saying that, like you know, Jeff Tate has a Cheers themed podcast. Jeff Tate is a sort of sort of known comedian he's on podcasts great yeah basically and he hates fraser because he thinks this fraser character is a bastardization of the cool fraser character or that no yeah it is kind of it is but he evolved into exactly what jlo's talking about which is a person we're mocking because he's such a peacock he's so pretentious Mm. and so they just kept exaggerating those things about him until he turned into this guy yes but i like this guy Yes. Yeah, it's, I, I don't really. I got to be honest. I really didn't like Cheers that much. I like Cheers. 
I, I did like Cheers, but I, I find I don't, it's not that I, talking I, about I, dated. You can't watch. I Cheers. find Cheers I dated. Wait, I can't I watch it Cheers now. Dated. I can't yeah. watch it now. But I watched it then. Like if I had watched this then, mm. I'm, I'm sure but I would have. I watched this more. then, and I watch it now. Well, I course, didn't well, watch it then, and easy. I do watch it. Now. <laughs> that's uh, what Tim says. So we're all more difficult from different We have the we have the whole spectrum to to have not watched something in its time and its moment, and then later on to be able to dip back as opposed to a drama, a comedy, which has evolved and you know the form is no longer a three camera you right. know laugh track kind of form yeah uh to be able to go back and appreciate it right. that is rare that's a testament uh, to how good it is rare. yeah that's why yeah. fraser is the best yeah i don't know about um, the best, but it's very good so but one thing i don't understand is, is why does him why, why do they're in seattle right yes. he and niles he they and niles. speak like they're in the, like a Shakespeare touring company, yeah. and they're performing Henry the Second. Yeah, yeah. And their father, yeah. who by the way I adore, like Maho- uh, what's it, John, John Mahoney? John Mahoney, love him, yeah. and I yeah. love his character. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, he's, but he, he's you know like, he's British, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Which is another thing that I find hilarious about that. Um, but he sounds like <laughs> he's like a Pittsburgh steel worker or something. He talks like the most American <laughs> person who <laughs> yeah. ever lived. Uh, I'm, I'm like John Mahoney. He's like, hey, Frazier, get over here, open this beer. You're like, what? I'm happy. The Chablis. He's trying Niles really hard to sound American, like yeah. Bob Hoskins, like Hoskins in uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Like his Hoskins, his is overdone as well. It is, but it's but he's yeah. playing a grizzled detective right. from the '40s. So you're like, that's a cool voice. Hugh, that guy, Hugh yeah. Laurie does it in House too. Yes, he's, oh, he's another excellent thing. example. This is a good list. Like Guys House? who sound British as hell and Fucking, then get American. Um, are like, Ur. What's the main Brody? guy from Walking Brody. Dead? He's Bale? doing the same thing. Bale, but Bale does it from a different. Bale. Bale's Bale's a little more natural, I think. Christian Bale? Is Bale Australian? Or is, no, no, he's, no, he's English. English. Okay. He's, he's, grown, he's actually grown into a pretty good American, I think. Yeah, but his Batman <laughs> accent is still terrible. Well, that was a director, <laughs> oh, director's his, choice. His, which but his speech is, is odd. His voice, his delivery of lines yeah, yeah. is they all, like American Psycho. Every time I'm watching somebody... I that was intentional in American Psycho. Yeah. But it, like still sound, but it still reflected yeah. his like, underlying accent. Like, he only had to push it a little of his, yeah, from his yeah, own yeah. shit to make it yeah. sound like a weird fucking killer well anytime i'm watching somebody and i'm like why why is it this, there, there's nothing objectively wrong with how this person is speaking but there's something off yeah you go to the internet and you figure out they're fucking english or something Jackman. well you know what the, the guy uh i forget his name he's the lead in um well he was one of the leads in Homeland and who's band of brothers yeah yeah captain winters Walbert. yeah yeah, yeah. well when it, and he got a lot better because in band of brothers he sounded like he almost put on kind of like a, a lisp or something like there was. Well, a, he would just like mumble. It was, was a too. mumbly quality yeah. to it, but I think in Homeland he got better. He like just he would like chew out his act. <laughs> he would just chew his own dialogue and just be like Nazis. I'll save that for a Holocaust. Holocaust. Come on, man. We don't want to offend anybody here. Sorry, I was thinking we're not starting our own Holocaust. We're starting a Holocaust. Is this on? I said it backwards. It's on HD. I said my own bit. No, is it, oh, is that why it looks like it's at 1.5 speed? Yeah, it kind of does look like 1.5. <laughs> pl- well, it's streaming on Netflix and it's in HD. It's on 1.5 too. Look at look at look at him. No, it's not. Nobody moves like that. <laughs> my my TV's not set like that. Look at that guy. <laughs> yeah, it it's got to be at least. It's like on one. Po- it's faster than regular speed. This is great audio fodder. <laughs> this is destroying <laughs> right now. The people that can't Can you see, see this? Okay, for the people that can't see, everybody's moving in really herky jerky movements. But I feel like like that in HD these days, like you have that like. Weird you actually, quality. you know what it is. It was so shot I'm running. Routine. I'm running this Netflix program through the app on my television. And it always runs a little wonky with old stuff that's been converted, right? <laughs> or it, I don't know. What was that? 
He was like, <laughs> rout, rout, rout. I'm sorry. He, never mind. He's eating the, da- a, the dad is the dad is moving way faster than his character and himself usually moves. Did we miss? Did we miss Simon on the radio miles. every day? This is absurd. Look at that. This is an absurd. Where is it? Yeah, that's wearing a giant double-breasted suit. All right, uh, the, the people that have been listening, that have been watching along, they they can see it. <laughs> yeah. But they, it's not herky jerky in their world, probably. The uh, the chicken, uh, I believe, was in uh, the Hangover as the uh, the guy who owned the wedding chapel. That's oh, a, that's, that's nice um, what's that guy's name? Uh, uh, he's he's, he's a good friend of Joe Rogan. He really? was just on Rogan's podcast <laughs> recently. I'm in the mood for love. This, this is, is where he's get, in the bathroom. They get him with the bath salts? Yeah. Or they call him about, like, the, they're, like, offering him some lavender shit, and he, like... No, he's talking... You, you, you should have watched the episode. I know. I he's that talking is. about his proprietary bath blend. Yes. And they're asking him about it because they're worried that it's eroding the tiles and mm-hmm. leaking below him. Got it. For and a very it. smart guy, he's quite gullible. <laughs> well, he's really well, but see, that's the thing is they just nice all they chest. have to do is play on his yes. pretension, his own pompousness, they, like and that's how they get him. Brings him down every it's time. It's like it's like a con man who, who preys on greed. You know, they're, they're, they know him too well. What is this guy's name? I forgot. I don't know. The chicken. I don't know. Yeah, the, the chicken. chicken. I've I, also seen and well, what's his face? Uh, the guy who Carlos. Carlos. He is yeah, he's in been Mr. Shit. Show. Yeah, I believe. yeah, he was in Mr. He's Show. In Mr. I think Show he was guy. a writer and a regular. Yeah. Yep. So these guys are these are quality actors, comedic actors. Yeah, these guys are all got some chops. Um, Kelsey Grammer, an attractive man in certain respects in yeah. terms of his physical build. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> you like that bear, burly bear? <laughs> I think I, style? I think I do. I might. <laughs> I think you like bears. What he's, do you think of Carlos? He's a bear guy. <laughs> no, nah, they're not for me. He's too baby not bear, Not bearish. I don't like Carlos. Oh, Brian Callen is the chicken. Oh, Brian okay. Callen. What's he in? So he he was he was in an episode of Sex and the City. He's a stand-up. He's mostly just a, a, a road comic. He's right. in a lot of he has Adam a podcast. McKay, like yeah, he's well cast. He's well cast in this role. Yeah, he he nails it. He nails the role of the chicken. Also, there's speaking of Frazier's physical build. So he he's not a bad-looking guy, but he's he's certainly no Adonis or anything. But would make was naked in half of these episodes would be bare chested at the drop of a hat for some reason i don't yeah it's true he did spend a lot of time bare chested there's a lot now that i think about it, i'm like yeah you do kind of see his bare hairy chest a lot in a lot show. it's got to be a kelsey niles do we ever get to see niles chest? we literally once. never see his chest did, did, i think he wears a wife beater once i think he wears that, that towel once. He comes out with a towel and bare chest. I, I don't know about say, that. Not bare chested, but I think towel. I don't know. Yeah, I think you. The most you get him down to is he gets in a robe, and at one point I think he might be in like a, a kind of see-through a undershirt or something. Ooh, well we have that to look forward to, listeners. We got to find out what episode. Freezer cranes, humongous well, ass every, contest. <laughs> every other time you see now, he's wearing a literal three-piece suit. So, I, that's and it's always <laughs> three breast, sizes too breast. big. Yeah. So I think we missed the part where one of my favorite things in any episode of anything is where he says I'm on the radio every day. And it's just the way he he pauses and then delivers the line as if he's Betty Davis mm-hmm. that I love so much. So I'm going to I'm going to play it real quick. Here oh, nice. we go. I'm going back to bed. Oh, hey, hey Frazier, wait a minute. Uh, do you think you can get me a tape of the show? What on earth for? Well, how often do you get to hear your song on the radio? I'm on the radio every day. <laughs> I love that. I even I liked it so much. I even isolated just that one second of him saying I'm on the radio every day. <laughs> you made that up. I'm 
on the radio every day. That's gonna that, that should be a recurring. Yeah, now Sam's ringtone. On the radio every day. <laughs> that should pop up occasionally when things go down. When somebody says something a certain way, it's a callback to that style. Of- what I really need is an iPad with like buttons to, you know what? I, but yeah, I've invested enough cash right now in this yeah. operation. The iPad. If the iPad is the icing on the cake, it would be. That would be full scale. We better monetize this <laughs> in some sponsor, way. Like we right need away. we need ads and sponsors. Who makes those uh, remote controlled helicopters? I would happily do a spot for them. Like you guys have to try this. Scout Blade Scout. Be like it's twenty yeah. bucks and it's mad fun. It's dope. And uh, have you know, a blast. You know, you just buzz around your house. So, so does I, Daphne live there with them? Yeah. What does she do? Yeah. What's her role? She's their housekeeper well, and assistant. In name, she's the physical therapist for Marty. That's right. Because okay. he got shot in the hip, and he needs physical therapy twenty four hours a day for ten years. Apparently, that's right. <laughs> okay. Right. Brilliant. But she, but she also cooks and cleans and does all their bullshit work. Yeah. She is a de facto like assistant. They didn't bring her in. I want to say they waited until maybe the, the third or fourth episode to bring her in at all. As a character. Yeah. I, I think she may have been an addition like uh, Julia Louis was on Seinfeld. I'm on the radio every day! Daphne, the, the actress who plays Daphne, is the only one in this show who actually, actually is not English. <laughs> <laughs> no, the funny thing is, is she's English, but she englishes up her accent oh, yeah. for this character yeah. awesome. it's weird she has a really mild english accent in in real life and yeah. then this crazy cockney same with mahoney they're they're, they're like nothing about this show is going to be understated i thought you were going to say nothing is authentic <laughs> which is also true You're like look we're all characters here so let's yes. act like them let's be characters turn it up you're too not british enough you think that was the that's that the, the direction <laughs> That was, that was uh, Barry Levinson. He did the first episode. Everybody knows yeah. he got some, some of the best work out of them. No, what I was going to say was you heard all that. You know about how Kelsey would like not know his lines and like just basically not even just had him fed to him. He or wouldn't something? be ready to go up until he because he wanted to keep it like raw or whatever and the performance to be like spontaneous. So yeah, like he basically would like not quite improv stuff, but basically like the class was, class was always like fuck. He's not ready, but he always like would more or less be kind of ready and like. So he also he, during this like a raging alcoholic. Yes, throughout this? yes. So he would maybe like have an awkward pause or a slight flub in a line, but make it work, and so it would sound more natural or something. Is that what you mean? It's like they like they'd be rehearsing mm-hmm. and without him. No, with him, and oh. then and like Niles would be like fuck fucking. For he doesn't know his lines. Like, fucking, he literally doesn't know them. Because he's, he's going like, to fucking it up. up. He'd be like, fucking, yeah, exactly. Where his line would be like, Frazier, it's time to go to the opera. And then he'd be like, Frazier? So it was like, fuck. But then when it was like, okay, then when they started shooting, he would fucking get it and, like, kind of be there for it, but also kind of do his own thing with it and fucking kind of keep him on edge. And everybody stayed, like, raw <laughs> and fucking, like, in the moment as actors. Right. Because mm-hmm. Kelsey knew the character so well that he could just turn it on when the fucking lights were on. Yeah, he just is that character. He's played it for 20 years. Yeah. So Sheldon Epps directed this episode. He directed 23 episodes of Frasier. He also directed three episodes of Friends, which we may turn which to at some point. Surprises no one. Which surprises nobody Shel- that those Sheldon. two shows cross-pollinated. Sheldon, I believe he's the uh, the father of Omar Epps. Yes. Yeah, I believe. clearly. Sheldon yeah. and Omar. He's his well, here's, he says he's the artistic director of the renowned Pasadena Playhouse and has won several Tony Awards. So, so, he, uh, so there's that. So he knows yeah. his way to tell people around a stage, which makes sense because exactly. this is a very stage-esque. Uh, yeah, oh yeah. By the way, this apartment is insanity. You could uh, totally run this as a as a stage play. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So since it's we're into Gibson. since we're into trivia, I'm going to drop a little fresh facts on you. Um, the two final choices for the role of Roz were Perry Gilpin 
and Lisa Kudrow. Yeah, that's right. Did you know that? That's, is that how she got picked up on Friends? No. What happened was Kudrow was cast because her line readings were funnier. But during rehearsals, the show's creators felt that Kudrow lacked the forcefulness needed to play Roz, and then they replaced her with Gilpin. But then, but then because of that, she got friends? Not because of that. She probably had a... I don't know if because of that. She probably was trying out for all of them. But there was a story... Hmm. There was something else. There's something more to the Kudrow story, right? Like a producer was like... Yeah, somebody was like, we loved you for this, but you got fucked over somehow or something. But like, you should try this other thing. We have friends or something. This is NBC, (laughs) right? a story like that. This is NBC? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Frasier was NBC? Yeah. Yeah. NBC in the 90s. (laughs) WNBC. That's fresh, but you haven't done it for the audience Come on, pig violent. Let's go. WNBC. <laughs> I like, yeah. NBC in the Good 90s fun. was killing it. Friends, Frasier, oh, Wings. Yeah. Friends is... Uh, Cheers. I don't like Friends, but... You don't like Friends at all? No, no. He, he doesn't like having Friends. He doesn't have Friends. He doesn't have Friends. I hate Friends. He, he does hate Friends. He hates his Friends. I hate Friends. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, what don't you like about Friends? Um, it's too saccharine, maybe? I didn't... I hated it at the time because everybody liked it, so it, like, became, it, like, it nestled it's in like my heart. It's like the Big Bang Theory now. Kind of, yeah, exactly. Where I was like, this is like so fucking like mainstream and fucking like, you know... Has anyone here actually watched the Big Bang Theory at all? Yeah. Ever one episode? I've tried yeah. to watch a yeah. full episode. I haven't been How, uh, Yeah, I've never tried. It's, what is it's, it? What's it's, the story? It's definitely clever in, in parts, but there are parts of it that bother me. That The, the, the pandering lowbrow parts bother me, like the Indian mm. character mm. and... Yeah, there's a lot of really lazy comedy in it. Yeah. It's just like a... I mean, the idea of a sitcom is to basically be a joke delivery system anyway. Yes. But there's a smart way to deliver jokes, and there's like the dumb blunt force way. And, and they have both. They do both in Big Bang. They, they mix both, but the blunt force jokes are a little too much. They're yeah. too... They override the fucking smart humor for me. The dumb yeah. humor, I'm like, later. <laughs> even if there is some smart humor to it, which there is. Yeah. Um, but if you watched it, you'd... Yeah, you probably come, come, you know, feel. You might the same need to come way. in just a little bit. Let me go. I want to check your levels, so just say you, something. You check my pH levels. Yeah, I think you you needed to come you're in. You're a little, little bit. acidic. I think I need Sorry. some water. Bring some. on the base. Do you need some water? I'll, I'll have the girl get you some. Hey, Janine. <laughs> yeah, some waters. Uh, I'll have a fresca, please. Thanks. Two, two frescas. Robin. Hey, Robin. Give me some water. Oh, we're doing Robin bits. <laughs> So we were talking about Robin earlier. Were you? Yeah. Oh, that Robin? That no, Robin. Yeah, I was doing... No. Oh, I, my, yeah. my Howard Stern impression was poor. <laughs> that was bad. You know I, was going. No, I, I half-assed it. It's hard. It's, I, it's intimidating to do Stern in the radio medium. To go, you try it. I was also trying to wedge. Yeah, show us your tits. Yeah. <laughs> that was not bad, but also kind of terrible. I don't know yeah, what... It didn't Let me see yes. That was a mix. <laughs> that was good, Dave, but... Yeah, you got a little cellulite. Yeah, you got a little cellulite. Yeah, I can see it. Let me he is pretty cheeks. He's such, a, he's such an <laughs> asshole. Yeah, that's pretty cheeks. <laughs> yeah, I people swear by him. Robin. I went through like this a six it. month period in high school where I really liked Howard Stern, mm-hmm. and I um, like the E Show. I liked him I for couldn't. a minute. I, I liked him on the radio for a minute there. I got it's on board. Not the, to. I got on board with the E Show. I know, but, but he's uh, another guy that blends. But there you go. Someone's like, really? Howard Stern wasn't too lowbrow for you? <laughs> it's like, uh, you're right. You got me. Well, <laughs> I don't know. He's funny though. There's something like he's. Yeah. He's not really lowbrow. He's 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 kind of the Fart opposite man? of Frasier, where he's playing a lowbrow character right. who's actually really kind of 
smarter than he smarter than he seems. comes off and, and can, but and yet does a lot of really really stupid really dumb shit. shit I mean I, I well think, he also I just like throws it all out there he's Trey basically Matt, an improv artist Matt who just Trey. does whatever I like his mid 80s like DC show before he got really <laughs> he liked him at the <laughs> when WKRPN in DC he took that double for station WKRP in Cincinnati he's great he took that station to glory Oh, so here's where he he's dispensed with Carlos and the chicken by getting them to fight with each other, which is great. I mean, like uh, any any comedy t- tandem, you're bound to have that happen. This is yeah. you know this is but this literally is a very all, similar to you. literally all he does is he says, "I am not something like I don't I'm not going to be a party to jokes from you and your straight man or something." Yeah, and then that's right. Ch- chicken goes or no, Carlos goes. Hey. I'll take my straight man any day over your oversex producer, and then Chicken's like, "I'm not your straight man," and then they fight, and that's yeah. it. That's the end of the. And it's over. This is over. It's so over. abrupt. <laughs> this is the first show since probably it was airing it's John that I've watched from the beginning to end, and I was like, "Holy crap!" I was just getting into it, and it's over. Yeah, it's you always just, want you're more. off a cliff. They, yeah. they leave you wanting more. You're always like, "Hey, I could watch a uh, hundred more of these." And it's a good. Are fans of the show called Grammarians? <laughs> Grammarians? Are we doing word draws right now? Fan, fans of the show? What are they Kelly Gra- no, oh, Grammarians. Kelsey Grammarians? No, you're, uh, you're Fraserites? Nah, we gotta work on that. No. Yeah, I don't know. Frasians? I don't know if that's a thing. Frasians? Frasians? I like Frasians. I can get behind that. Frasians not bad. It's not, uh, it's not offensive. Frasians? Um, so what, what, right. what next, uh, Chief? Well, okay, so... Chief? You've never called me Chief. Boss? Yeah, call me Doctor. I, okay. thought, I thought we went over this. Good point. Dr. Sam. So now we're going to episode uh, season 7, episode 17. This mm-hmm. aired in 1999 initially. Wine Club spelled with an H because, you know, there's some whining. Because why not? Right? Good one. <laughs> <laughs> that might be bit of the day. I wish I had the button. Bit of the day. That might that be bit of the day. That actually should be a part of it, for real. Oh, it's going to be. Yeah, I told you I literally just discovered That's that today, effect. so I'll get it later and we'll throw so, it So, yeah, after bit we'll review, day. we'll go back awards at the end of the day, day and then... Yeah. Bit of the day. It might be bit of the day. No. Uh, okay, sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm just now starting episode 17, season 7, Are we gonna do Wine Club. Acapella? And I'm going to push play now. See, this one will be different. Oh, no, they did the same one. Sometimes they repeat them, too. That's the thing. They're not always different. I've been outed on my own podcast as not knowing shit about Frasier. Uh, I just saw the same thing. <laughs> Another, I, lo- I, I love the B, the B stories with uh, the, the old one. man. I used the B one. <laughs> Here is uh, the B story is, um, what, what's the father's name? Yeah, Marty? Oh, yeah, he's banging his best friend's he's, widow. Best friend's widow. Uh, Mr. Wojciech uh, Dubikowski. Yes, Which they, so they try to get way too much mileage out his of. His name is Martin. Marty. Marty. Well, sometimes they call him Marty, I guess. Did we not know that? Martin. He asked. I, oh, yeah, I okay. wanted to confirm. Yeah. Was, so this is Claire Wojadubikowski, which they try to get a lot of mileage out of her name being hard to say. And they're concealing it the whole time. But they, they never... Nobody ever flubs right. her name. They always nail it. They're like, oh, that's Mrs. Wojadubikowski. See, I can't even do it once through. And they, yeah. do, they do it every time. Yeah, he's, a, he's, he's banging her and they feel guilty. I'm not... She's not bad. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. Not bad for 65. She, she kept it together. Yeah, she's all right for 65. If, you, if you're pulling that at 65, you're doing 70. fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's top notch. And he's he's he, I don't know what he thinks he can do. He's got a fucking broken hip. I mean, what is he gonna do? 
Yeah, yeah. let's you know, let's not get too into old people having sex. But I'm sorry, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go great to the other room That's for a, a minute. Great coat I'll, on I'll be Roz. Back. <laughs> great coat on Roz. Great coat on Roz. Yeah, and there it goes. Yeah, was that Burberry? Nice. Yeah, it is literally Burberry. Literally, literally. Yeah, she went to the uh, Burberry in uh, downtown Seattle. Uh, I don't, I'm not. I'm not digging the, uh, the the shirt and tie combo on him. It looks like he's hosting Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Yeah, but yeah. I think that was yeah. He actually did host that. He did. Oh yeah. Okay. So I got another phrase fact. All right. What do you got? I think you just said that. John Mahoney and Perry Gilpin had each appeared as unrelated characters on Cheers during that show's final season. Uh, I've heard that. That's funny. You've heard that, or did you ever see it? I don't remember that. Didn't see it. I haven't seen it, but I, I heard that. In addition, Perry Gilpin also appeared on an episode of Wings, which is set in the Cheers Frasier universe. Never got behind. Which Wings. you know, that's how Roz got her name, right? No. Is Roz was one of the names of one of the writers from uh, Wings, hmm. and a lot of the writers from Wings were also writers for Frasier. Interesting. Yeah. There's a, there's constant not constant there's a few nods to wings in the Frasier universe like I was telling J Lo one time Niles is noodling at the piano okay. and he's playing the wings opener That's he's playing do 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 you watch wings a lot too I was also obsessed with wings <laughs> okay all right I'm getting the I'm getting the strong feeling that you know a lot about wings <laughs> I watched wings I once and I remember thinking this is funny this is at the time and yeah. so I was what twelve or something that's and then that was it. I never watched a single episode or moment of it. That one doesn't hold up quite as well. It's still funny. Like, those guys are good at their characters, so it's still Did funny. Did they go on to any... Thomas any Hayden Church? Isn't he oh, yes. Yes. Thomas Hayden Church. Stephen Weber. Yes. Tom Daly. Stephen Thomas Weber. Hayden Church went on Tim Daly. in uh, Sideways. That was the peak of his career. Yep. Yes. Well, well, I think... Spider-Man 3. Tombstone. <laughs> that he was huge. Yeah. Tombstone was huge. He always character. said two words, but he was... <laughs> he great. had a real bit part in uh, Tombstone. But he oh, was yeah, a catalyst. he did, didn't he? He was the first guy to kill the OK Corral, though. Um, oh, so this is... He's married to Mel at There's this that point. chick that uh, is in everything. I hate. I love sweaters like that, though. Yeah, but you go to Lane She's Bryant. just so sickly looking, it bothers me. What else is she in besides everything? The only thing I can say for sure is she was in this was Happiness. Do you remember that? No. Did you see Little Children? Yeah. She was in that, too. Oh, okay. She yeah, plays yeah. the creepy... She was the weird girl that goes out with... The molester on a date. Yeah, oh. she kind of does the same thing in Happiness. She dates like Phil, Philip Seymour Hoffman's character, who's a fucking who's weird a weirdo. Jag, yeah, because yeah. only weirdos would date her. I guess because she looks like a weirdo. Because she looks weird. Because she, she can play it up and be like, Ear. I feel uh-huh. like she was in something else too, but I can't. She's she been in a lot of stuff. She's just never she that weird memorable. She, yeah, she's weird, weird like girl number look. one. Punch she's, drunk it's love. It's like that mid nineties like pixie kind of short haircut, manic pixie dream girl. No, but except no, <laughs> because she's not a dream girl. She's just the no manic dream girl. She's just the manic girl. <laughs> she was a star in You're Nobody's Dream Girl, uh, which was off Broadway. But uh, she's all that. She's not all that. She's not all that at all. <laughs> she was, I think, Freddy and Freddy Got Fingered. The sequel is She's Not All That. Not a good movie. Freddy Got Fingered? Not a good movie Daddy, would you like some sausage? <laughs> Does that from Freddy Got Fingered? Backwards Man to Backwards that? Man. No, backwards Man to Backwards Man. Backwards that was a good man, bit. I like that man. bit. Like we just did man. the two bits. That That's it. And we're worth watching. Yeah. What's Freddy Got Fingered? Members of the audience, you no longer need to Tom Green. Tom Green's fucking feature film. Yeah, it's Rip Torn. Is it Rip Torn? I love Sounds Rip Torn. I loved Rip Torn since the Beastmaster. I think he stole the show. Though. I hate Rip Torn. I don't like Rip Torn either. I don't like that he shows up in everything, or he used to. I like Dodgeball. I get tired of his act. Yeah, which act? His actual act? His, his like Ron Swanson ro- bit? His road act? No, just the, his act of crashing things and being like, yeah, or whatever he does. Mm. Is that? 
was that was, was I don't that, know if we're talking about the same. Oh yeah, are, are you talking about Rip Taylor? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> The guy who throws confetti. The guy that comes Rip out That's a deep, deep pull. <laughs> I didn't know who that guy was. It's the only other guy I know named Rip. Like, sorry. Yeah, there's two. <laughs> yeah. Is there a Rip Hamilton? I don't know why that. No. Laird no. Hamilton. Yeah, that's a basketball player, Richard Hamilton. Oh yes, there. Okay, Rip Hamilton. I was gonna say. Yeah, I don't like his bits. The Rip Hamilton, you know, on the Pistons when he his take out the confetti, dunking bits. Yeah, no. He goes. Yeah. Hey, gunfight at the bouquet corral. Oh, it all comes around. Psychic I, I, I always like their little their title, cards. The title card yeah. lead-ins. Those are cool. It's Woody Allen-esque. Yeah. And it's never... Well, they it's not like never, but it's brothers. usually not... Yeah, that's why they cast him. Yeah. That's literally why oh, they... Oh, yeah, yeah. They, well, they certainly sound like they could be brothers. Also, he's a really good actor, like, but yeah. they, they were like, that guy looks like... Don't Kelsey. like Niles. I wish he was Miles, to be honest. So, you know my uncle... Was. Changed it. You know my uncle was an actor back in the 80s or whatever. An untruth. Here in New York. And uh, he, he was kind of he kind of came up with David Hyde. Like he he knew David Hyde Pierce very well. He was in the circuit, or whatever. Said he was a real nice guy. Yeah. End of story. Good yeah. story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I've, cool. I've heard that story before. Yeah, I know. But I mean, I hadn't heard it in a while. Yeah. Could we retell that story? Yeah. I you know I can restart it. <laughs> yeah, please do. That okay. Guy, this, so this guy was yes, Doctor Chilton. From uh, Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs. This guy's Wait, a, he's also in like Boston. He's the guy, Public. the referee guy, the oh, fucking metalware. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a straight up Doctor Chilton. Yeah. Just to hit on Clarice when she's fucking at the. Creep. What a douche. Yeah, you think she's gonna be like, yeah, I'm gonna go on a date with you after I you ever go see, see the worst fucking serial killer ever. Yes. Did you ever see Hannibal? Hannibal? On the one. The no, 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 no. The movie with yes. Julianne Moore. Leanne. Yes, the one where they eat the brain, the brains at the end, and they're eating his brains. But it's no. not him. It's Ray a different Liotta. character. It's, but it's the same. Oh, it's Chilton. It's Ray Liotta, but that's Chilton. I thought in, it was a different the book. Prop. It was Chilton. It was Chilton. Yeah, they just replaced. It was it. a different character in the in the movie, though. It wasn't Chilton? Yeah, they re- was it. Yeah, no, it was, it was like the FBI. It was like the FBI guy or something. Oh, but it, yeah. it but it is supposed to be Chilton in the books. Okay. See, I read the books. Yeah. It's annoying. I read that book too, but I don't remember yeah. if it was Chilton. I don't read books. I stole that book. Tell us that story, Tim. I was at the airport and I stole it. You stole it from. That might, be, airport, that might be the story of the day. I stole it from an airport bookstore. I, just, <laughs> day. I grabbed it. I was, that was the height of my shoplifting days. It was always books, and it was always from a place that didn't expect you to steal a book. I and that way it was like if somebody asked me, my play was going to be... Wait, airport bookstores don't expect you to steal books? Airport bookstore and school. I, what I really started was at college bookstore. Uh, the UCLA bookstore was two floors, and there was a stairwell in the middle, and you could... Uh, like upstairs, like downstairs, it was like serious. There was merchandise and the books and stuff. Upstairs, it was like some shelves, and you could just kind of walk right merchandising. out. Merchandising. So if you, there was a guard periodically on the stairs to make sure nobody went up and did this. Sure. But sometimes he wasn't there, and I was like, if I ever get pinched, I'll be like, oh, I was just going upstairs. I was gonna come back. You know what I mean? I was. Right. I figured I'd talk my way out of it. Yeah, you had a built-in excuse. I did, and it never came <clears> to pass. I never got pinched. I just fucking stole a bunch of books. So then one time I was at the airport, and I was like. I want Hannibal, but I don't want to pay twenty four ninety five for Jeez. this piece of shit. <laughs> so I fucking swiped it. I don't know. Should I feel bad about that or something? <laughs> now? Yeah. I'm on the radio every time! <laughs> <laughs> we had just the right amount of low point that I could play that. Uh, I mean, yeah, no, I was immature. I was immature. I liked the thrill of it, too. It, always, it was always kind of like, man, if somebody was just... You're just always waiting for somebody to be like, excuse me, sir. And then you got to be like, all right, it's time to fucking lie. You, you kind of always wanted to test out your, your backstory, right? I guess, to see if it ever happened. To see if it worked. Not to the extent that I was like fucking Not going trying around. to get caught, <laughs> yeah. but kind of somewhere in the back of your mind, you're like, 
Meh, you know, I kind of want to put it out on the road. Let's see what happens. You don't, you don't want to. <laughs> I'm but stealing these for Winona Ryder, I swear. You don't want to, but the thought is like, when it's go time, that'll sure be fucking a te- Yeah, it's weird. It's a stupid, weird yeah. feeling. You don't want to have to use it, but yeah. You don't want to have to use it. I don't remember the last time I shot. You're relieved. Something. You're yeah. just like, thank God that didn't happen. But if it did happen. You know you got it. You know, which is what makes it fucking fun. Yeah. You're like, let's see if we Although we're recording, it. let's move past like us discussing the crimes we've committed in Did the past. Did you steal it? Have you ever stolen I'm, I'm not going to answer that question. You don't steal? I've already said my last name on this podcast, so I think I'm ready to move forward. Uh, I used to steal okay. like really weird shit when I was really young. Sure. Like, uh, so my mom used to take me she worked at like a big like a uh, country club like bar type of thing and they had that sit down pac-man machine yes right so yes. i was always hunting for quarters that was my thing okay quarters were my currency right mm-hmm. so we go into i'm going to this little private school it's literally a one house school out in the middle of nowhere arkansas how old are you eight okay and Somewhere just, you know, these, it's literally K through five all being taught at the same time. And somewhere these hippies just have like rolled up money laying somewhere on the, on the counter. Mm -hmm. And so I think I swiped like two nickel rolls or something. Oh, wow. Rolls. But now I'm like, but these are nickels. How do I turn these into quarters? I have to give them to my mom. So I had to give them to my mom and be like, look what I found in the middle of the road mm-hmm. <laughs> when I was walking around. Ooh. And I still don't know if she, she probably doesn't remember. I don't know if she believed me at all. She acted like she believed me. Yeah. I I don't know why, but yeah, I used to do weird shit like that. Like I mean, really small stuff. Yeah. Most people grow out of that. Like, yeah. You just yeah. get... You, I was like 20. Whatever. I found a 20... Uh, a couple days ago, in my uh, in my wallet, <laughs> and uh, no, my wife's now. Um, on uh, the <laughs> in the be, vestibule in the, in the vestibule of my apartment building. No vestibule. And uh, I was like, uh, there's only like five people who this could belong to. But what am I gonna do? Like post a note, like whose is this? Because anyone will take it. That's your. So 20. that's me. Like yeah, that's, yeah. I took that's, it. Not, that's fine. That's not stealing. That's your twenty. It's yeah. not even ambiguous. You're yeah. clear. I also, or you leave it there. Maybe somebody will come back and get it, but it might not be the person who dropped it. So. I, I kind of feel bad about this. I had a friend who stole... I had two friends in college. One guy who worked at Tower Records who literally must have stolen like thousands thousands of dollars worth of, of CDs. Yeah. And mm. occasionally yeah, he would hook people up. And mm. occasionally... You'd buy from him. I was one of those people. You trafficked and stolen, but you didn't do the actual stealing. No, I didn't. I didn't. Receipt those, are the, those are the only stories that I'm willing to share at the moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the statutes run out on all of Also, I had, a friend, I had a friend who was dabbling in some sort of fraud hacking type thing. He was a computer guy who yeah. at one point gave me a guitar that I don't think he had purchased or ever really belonged to him. Gave you? Gave me an acoustic guitar. Oh, wow. Un... un- yeah, and I, I think if I asked the right questions, I could have got answers that I wouldn't have been happy with. And, he was involved uh, in some guitar scam? I think so. I think he was involved in Anonymous. Guitar I think scam. he was uh, the proto-anonymous. Uh, he was proto-anon? He was the first he was proto-anon. Guy. He was like, here, you take this guitar. i got to go start this. Except he was anonymous. Part. I knew who he was. I mean, I can like, say his oh, name right now. So you know what's going on here is at this point Frazier? in the series, okay. uh, Daphne has realized that she's for some reason attracted to Niles. That's clutch. But, but Niles is with Mel, so this whole 
episode is like yeah. Daphne drinking herself to oblivion because she's so Daphne's on the sad side of the Niles Daphne exactly. equation but, for like the only time in the series. It kind is of flipped, thing. but it's yeah. understated. Like it doesn't really come. Oh, it's, it's real not understated. Pushed. Yeah, it's yeah. not pushed. You just really well, because they keep it going for like fifteen fucking episodes. Yeah. They, you know, yeah, they had to stretch it out. Do yeah. they uh, end up together at the end? Can't of the series? tell you. It's a yeah. That's a cliffhanger. Yep. That's a wait and see. I'll watch Cliffhanger twice before I get to the end of the series, I think. Yeah, Cliffhanger's good. God. It is. Actually, I don't know. I haven't seen Cliffhanger. There's it's not no, good. I, don't, I wouldn't rep that. It's I saw a Stallone on uh, Fallon the other day. He seemed pretty funny. I saw just he did a couple bits. What was he? Oh, oh. Expendables. Yeah, Expendables uh, 3. Yeah. He was a good storyteller. He told some good bits. He's talking about Arnold and he's them. He's a pro. The guy wrote Rocky. Yeah. I mean, he's not an idiot, even though he sounds like no, I didn't think he was going to be an idiot, but I was like, I was, he was really funny. I mean, he was basically, he just talked about, like, Fallon was asking him about Arnold and if it's true, like, what their, they had a rivalry in the 80s, blah, blah, blah. Did they? Did they? They, they yeah. hated each other. Let's do a recap. They were like, yeah, like, basically. Recapping. Yeah, like, I heard you guys, like, hated each other. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah hate is a good word. Hate <laughs> <laughs> is a good word? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, yeah he's like, yeah, you know, uh, how to, yeah, I'd say hate is a good word. <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, you know, you work out. He's, he's, yeah, that's what he, he made a whole thing about, like, yeah, he, I came out with a movie, he came out with a movie. Then, you know, he works out. You know that guy, you know, he works out, you work out, blah, blah. And then what did he say? Yeah. And then, that's the, then they said, he was like, yeah, I heard you guys were even, you know. You were taking roles. Chicks. No, they got you. To, he was like, I made, I made Rambo. He makes Commando. Yeah, like that kind of thing. Like, mm. like what's going on here? Kind mm-hmm. of thing. Like, you know, it wasn't just hype. It was like true. <laughs> like he was fucking poaching him. And then it was like, that's funny. I heard your agent got you to like take roles by literally threatening that Arnold was going to get it if you didn't get it. <laughs> so then he's just like, yeah, they keep telling me that. My agent be like, Psh, if you'll take it, Arnold's going to do it. Arnold's going to do it. That's, that's why, why he did so many shitty he's, movies. He's like, stop him, my mom will shoot. I'll tell you, he's in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, I don't know. He probably wrote that bit, but, like, I don't care. He delivered it. Of course it. he did. He nailed it. Your <laughs> favorite non-Rocky Stallone movie? Hard. That's a tough question. Easy. Tango and Cash. Demolition Man's up there. If probably Demolition it. Man, I think, for me. Yeah, Demolition Man over Tango and Cash? I love yes. Tango and Cash. We watched Tango and Cash recently. I yeah. love Tango and Cash, but I love it more for Cash, personally, than I do. I'm a Cash guy. <sighs> First Blood's a really good movie. Shut up. I am. Not you. I was like, First Blood's really good. It is good. <laughs> <laughs> First Blood is a great movie, but it, I don't know. That I don't. I don't know if I count that as it a, doesn't. It doesn't hold up movie. either. Well, it does hold up. It's just not. I, I think it holds up. I just don't think I don't it's a Stallone so. movie. When was the last time you saw it? It's been a while, oh. but I, you know how you know what will hold up and what won't. I feel like that probably won't. And it kind of holds up more than ever in a certain a lot of senses. <laughs> more than ever. More yeah. than ever. <laughs> it's more the best movie before. ever made. No, it's, it's when it came out didn't hold up. Now holds up. Its thematic <laughs> material is uh, is relevant. Again, yeah. you know, a fucking battle scarred vet that has a hard time. I'm sure it's fine, to, but the action is going to be ridiculous. It's not bad, and frankly, it's again, it's a, it's not CGI. So well, it's like first you're, blood really, is, you're really seeing yeah. a dude like jump into a truck, and I don't know. It's it's. Yeah. Let me think about the action. It's it's not spectacular, but that's the thing. First blood, exactly. It wasn't about the action. It, it was wasn't more that over top. No. Yeah, yeah. It was more about the characterization and right. Danahy, and he's really good. It's good, man. It's like it's a good movie that holds up, not because of the awesome action. It might be my favorite movie now. I think you, you turned <laughs> me. Yeah. Um, it's good. And anyway, Danny. I, I, Brian Dennehy? but yeah, but right. I enjoyed. Uh, is there another Dennehy? <laughs> is there another kind? Well, I know, I know a John Dennehy, but kind? you might. But danger? no, no, that may, the I said grave movie. danger. You said you, you said danger. I said grave danger. You said, is there any other kind? Do you want me to have the court reporter read it back to you? <laughs> I don't need it read back to me. <laughs> 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 Some kind of 
That's Reagan. Yeah, he goes Reagan. off on a bit. close. Nicholson and Reagan are in the same Nicholson and Reagan are in the same party. Well, yeah, it's like right in there. Hell, Nancy. Well, wouldn't be rude. Dennehy was in a movie that I really liked, speaking of fighting, like the boxing type movies. But Gladiator. Did you ever see Gladiator? Boxing one? Oh, you mean the boxing the one? The boxing yeah, yeah, yeah. gladiator. No, negs. With with some rando white guy. Um, <laughs> we gotta watch. Easy. We're gonna watch saying negs on the <laughs> negs. Isn't a, that's not a bad word. Yeah. No, it's clearly. Don't not. also use you say the word Monica, please, because I've ever heard that's not to be used anymore. Oh yeah, the good bit kind of. What no. bit is that? My nicka. Monica. Oh, yeah. That it might be the it, bit of the day. Yeah, no, nah, I it's hope It's the not. bitch of the day. I'll just do it. Until <laughs> it's the bitch of the day. <laughs> That'll be it. Is I'll just have to. I'll <laughs> yeah. point to Tim and he'll just, just do it. It's the bitch time. of the day. And then you add an echo track onto it, and then that's it. That's way beyond my pay grade. Damn it! We gotta get that iPad. <laughs> we do gotta get the iPad. You you want a Kickstarter an iPad for the show? Yeah. So guys, if you're listening and you like the show. Well, we're going to be starting a Kickstarter to buy us an iPad. Yes. Um, Even though I have two iPads. And what you'll get is, <laughs> you know, more episodes of Fragecast. One's old. And yeah, there are already, already ten. Actually, the, you should bring your one. iPad. I'll set it up. I'll bring the old one. Yeah, why not bring the old one? I mean, one? I don't have to keep it, but I can set shit up on it. And yeah, why not? Yeah, who cares? Let's do it. I'm just yeah. sitting around. Fucking iPad. Welcome to this episode of production meeting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll bring it. No problem, man. Uh, all right. What? So we're still at the the brunch from hell, and which uh, is actually I just realized they actually, they actually use do that, that line. Bit. Yeah, they do that bit. Did you brunch say brunch from from with from Mel, Mel or brunch f- yeah. from hell? By the way, is there uh, any episode where Niles is not wearing a suit? No, with the jacket at all times. Actually, there's one where he wears a uh, bathrobe. <laughs> I think there's one where he wears a bathrobe with. Well, I'm not spoiler. Uh, there's also one where like him and Daphne have Your this belt. kind of unrealized sexual tension and it's really hot out and he's just wearing sort of like a see-through white button-up that's like the most dressed down he is in the show ever that's right. yeah no, otherwise he's so always wearing the suit always in a fucking, suit yeah but with the up. jacket yes with always the jacket yep. not always but if not the jacket and he has his suspenders like yeah, for sure. he never kicks back like takes no. off his jacket and throws it on the couch if he takes the jacket off it's because he like has to and or and then he'll have in that case he'll have suspenders visible suspenders yep yeah it'll be like at work in his office He'll have there his jacket go. off on the back of his chair. Put his suspenders on. With suspenders. Yeah. yeah. And tie. Of course. Hmm. Of course. <laughs> that that chair must have been Martin's, like, from the get-go, right? Like, I mean... Well, so that's his. the thing. Yeah, yeah. If you don't know the show very well, yeah. Yeah. he insisted on bringing this chair, and, yeah. of course, Frazier was horrified that's by it. That's a classic question yeah, yeah. of somebody who's just watching the first few Frasers, like, wait, what's with that ugly chair? And they're like, <laughs> well, actually, in the first episode... It actually was. They actually go to his house. They go to his dumpy apartment really? okay. to get him yeah. in the pilot, and it's literally a dump, and he's got the chair, and he's like, well, I'm bringing my chair if I have to live with you, and then the, he brings it. The pilot of this show is actually really <laughs> depressing because it's like, yeah, it's at that point, sad. they apparently hate each other. Everybody's life is at an all-time low. Everybody's life sucks. <laughs> he's living oh, in I'm some squalid dump. He just moved out of Boston because he fucking got chased out. Niles hasn't talked to his dad in like two yeah, years. Like spoken. It's really dark. Yeah, It's actually pretty dark. <laughs> Oh, but by the way, does um, he lives in a dump? His roommate just died. Isn't that why he's moving out? Or something? something like that. Yeah, like yeah. his like roommate that he lived with that died. So he has the baby Newworth or whatever. She, baby, does she show up in this? Baby yes. Newworth. She's yeah. yeah. She at least once a season she shows up. Oh yeah, sort sounds of. About, sounds like a fair. Yeah, accurate. Uh, Probably not literally every season, but that's about the frequency. Seven or ten appearances. You know, total. Ten, ten appearances maybe. That's an excellent. That actually excellent. talking about the chair kind of segues into. Maybe what we can watch next time: mm. the Blazy Boy episode. Okay, 
where these two are feuding, and uh, fucking Eames, and he lights. He accidentally sets Martin's Eames chair in the background. On fire. Oh, the chair gets set on fire. It gets set on fire. Yeah, I remember that. And he has to replace it and shit. Yeah. So maybe uh, we'll watch that. I'll post beep, beep, it beep, when we beep, beep. release this. I'll post what we're watching next time. <laughs> Love those. I'm using that to go to sleep with every night now. All right. I'll watch these tonight. Unfortunately, that, that uh, I'll be really informed about these episodes later when we won't be yeah, talking about them. Yeah, why would you watch this tonight? Oh, well, I want spelled, to. I really want to watch this wine one. I'm getting into wine that. lately. For the Wait, final. let's talk about that. You're getting... Oh, because of your new gig? Partly because of the new gig. Partly because I saw that documentary, which I still recommend. Some? Some. I saw it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about it. Yeah. Um, but not... But yeah, so let's it. not talk about it here. Yeah, yeah, no, let's, not, let's, <laughs> let's save the interesting yeah, conversations talking. for off-air. No, but no, I feel like wine... No, that's a good I feel like, I'm, good I feel like I'm right on the verge of getting, quote, into wine, at least as much as I get into anything, which is, like, sort of, but not, like, obsessively. Um, but I feel like it will be good to know about. It's kind of a cool thing to know. Uh, yeah, but I mean, at what, at what level are you trying to yes. get into wine? You just literally want to know sort of how to describe what's on your palate That's or the something. Pri- the or? primary interest, yes, is like professional. I want to be able to talk about it and sell it to other people to increase my monetary outcomes. Uh-huh. But then beyond that, I want to acquire it as a knowledge. Like I feel like it's a cool thing to know about and to be able to talk mm-hmm. about and like in social settings, as yeah. pretentious as it is. It's definitely like, you know, a, a currency of sorts in terms of like, you know, s- social interaction. And there's a, like anything else that's pretentious, there's a way of doing it and pitching it and making it cool and interesting and yeah. fun without being a douche about I don't, it. You know what I don't like? I don't like how just like any kind of specific knowledge has become pretentious as long as it's not about like automotive stuff or like woodworking. Like, I feel mm. like just knowing, because even beer now, like beer, like with the amount of craft brews, like, you could, I, right. I love beer, but I, I don't love Miller Lite, and I can describe, like... You like hops. Yeah, I, I could describe, like, the differences between different kinds of beer, and all of a sudden you're pretentious because you know well, and love something. Well, there's a very specific type of, like, logical fallacy slash mm-hmm. brain cancer that Americans have, which is if you speak highly of one thing, you're shitting on something else. Yeah. So if you say, yeah, I don't really like Miller Lite, I actually prefer craft beer, and they're like, well, you've fucking asshole <laughs> you're, like you're insulting their heritage or something yeah you know what i mean it's a sort of a cognitive dissonance that that i can't get on board with because you're right you just if you like anything now and you like it a lot you're a douchebag well people just don't i think people have to confront in that moment their own innate laziness and they're like wow mm-hmm. you took the time to learn something you're Fuck right you yeah, yeah. Like, it makes them feel inadequate exactly. that's the whole thing yeah yeah, yeah yeah totally they it's their own insecurity speaking right. yeah very strange hmm. but uh, you confront it like across the spectrum yeah I don't know all I know is I find wine interesting <laughs> and I'm thinking yeah, well, fuck you I'm threatened by that there was an article recently about how you know you know wine tasting is pseudoscience basically mm-hmm. that there's preach it, it kind of it, it presents itself as a scientific method of learning about it and then you develop a palate and then you're able to extract you know this information yes. from tasting it that that's all sh- bullshit well, I, would, I don't know about bullshit. I think that there, you know, that definitely you can, it's personalized. So I feel like that, that was kind of a big thing too. The, the, the funny thing too is that, yeah, for me, it might be just an academic exercise. My sense of smell is fucking poor. Like I smell the same thing every time. We tasted the white wines. I was like, I smell white wine. I smell the wine. Next one, I was like, I smell white wine, but it's a little fainter than the last one. <laughs> like, oh, this is like a strong, fruity white wine. Right. <laughs> but like, I can't be, you know. Well, you almost rather do that bit. Then like have to be like, 
than just trying to left plummy, field. Like, yeah, it's plummy. It's jammy. Exactly. Yeah. And they're like, actually, that there's none of that in there. Right. In fact, you just have water. Yeah. In your I mean, that's. I mean, for me, that's but, your, your but that's me. Cleanser. I think that some people really no, but some people really can taste mm-hmm. that stuff. And the thing with and that, that's what they keep talking about too, which is I think true as well, is that it's like smell is the so uh, sense most closely associated with memory. So if mm-hmm. it's like if you're smelling something and like you know if you. If you don't know what fucking juniper berries smell like, you're not going to be able to say, mm-hmm. like, oh, that's juniper berries. Whereas somebody who has smelled a lot of things, which is why they say when you're getting into wine. You're like, it's pizza. Identify a lot of scents. You right. know what I mean? You like, whatever. Just, smell jasmine and fucking just so you yeah. can so you can pl- plug them into your brain. And your well, brain is wired that and, way. And, you know, I picked this up from that documentary, Psalm, is – and it's not even that that's the real smell. All these – descriptor smells yeah. are really just analogs. Sure. So it doesn't literally smell like right. jasmine. It just yes. jasmine is the closest yes. thing that you can associate it and to. And that's the thing too. Right? It's not It's not in there. None of that's in there. There's no right. fucking cherries or fucking like fucking tobacco. Like it's just grapes. Right. Like that's the <laughs> only thing that's in the wine <laughs> exactly. at all. Yeah. So that's another yeah, thing to it's remember. Not, it's not like whiskeys yeah. that have like a single malt that's been finished for like six months in a sherry cask or a port cask or you know, uh, you know they are finished in different barrel ca- they or are something been, like that. They are put into different casks though no but I mean the, all the, the flavor components and they're not all being drawn well, from some just of, that some of the elements do impart themselves to the, to the characteristics yeah we're gonna are, is this an episode of wine fights <laughs> now we're going into wine he's so pretentious just drink your middle light <laughs> I just think it's a cool thing to talk about you pretentious douche and I know what I like I'm fucking I like red I like That's red. It. I like red wine. Sometimes I like a, like a Beaujolais. <laughs> Sometimes what I like did red, I just say? Like a Sangiovese. <laughs> yeah. <What? laughs> uh, that, no. yeah, that's my name, Sam Giovese. You said you like Sam Giovese. Sam Giovese. Yeah, I love no. his pizza. <laughs> um, no, so I don't know. I don't yeah. know where I was going with the wine thing, except. Uh, but I like this. This is, it puts a nice uh, little. You know, ribbon on the on the episode. I think. Yeah. So we yeah, all learned a little something. I was gonna that. say that I, I wanted to keep this for the benefit of the viewer, the listeners, viewers, listeners. This is gonna be a video podcast. Keep it under point. sixty be, minutes. People do that. Where you know, we yeah, we actually. I, I've people watched all the time. Watch videos of themselves doing a podcast, and it is years. interesting to watch <laughs> though. Isn't it's not? For me, we I'm should like, do a simulcast. Yeah, Sunday. <laughs> so, but yeah, I was gonna take us out. Do you guys have any closing? subjects or topics or no, anything I, mean, I think that the what did we learn oh, from today's right. episodes oh. wine uh, I learned <laughs> a lot about myself most of all that I want a lazy boy that I keep with me for my entire life Do just you, like you Mark want a Martin. life boy I love lazy boys Life-y I had boy? one I had one back in the day in college that uh, I lugged I had two friends help me lug so you all were the like way Marty, down you were literally like Marty yeah uh, I love it I love it, but it broke down real Crane. quick, and that broke my heart. <laughs> Martin Crane. Martin Crane. Hello, Martin Crane. I'm, I'm Martin a cop. Crane. I'm a copper. <laughs> I'm a Seattle policeman. <laughs> I was a Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm going to play us out on the uh, the classic Frasier sung theme. You know, I, it's funny. Years ago, I was talking to my uncle about this, and he's like, "That that did you know that that end theme is... Kelsey Grammer and I'm like how did you not know it, yeah, it's, like, it's the most Kelsey Grammer thing that's like ever Kelsey's happened it's the Kelsey thing that ever, anybody ever did <laughs> exactly. well, they play the instruments no you, you, okay so you're gonna hear it in a minute and you'll be fresh and new with you know the rest of the audience so we'll see you guys next time thanks for tuning in bye hey baby I hear the blues are calling tossed salads and scrambled eggs yeah that's Mercy. And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe. But I got you pegged. Ha! 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 
But I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs They're calling again Scrambled eggs all over my face What is a boy to do? 